वेलकम स्टूडेंट्स वी नो प्लांट पैथोलॉजी इज द स्टडी ऑफ प्लांट डिजीजेस इंक्लूडिंग कॉजेस मैकेनिज्म बाय विच डिजीज अकर्स इंटरेक्शन बिटवीन प्लांट्स एंड डिजीज कॉजिंग एजेंट्स एंड मेथड्स ऑफ कंट्रोलिंग डिजीजेस टुडे वी लुक इनटू द हिस्ट्री ऑफ प्लांट पैथोलॉजी एंड लैंडमार्क्स इन द डेवलपमेंट ऑफ प्लांट पैथोलॉजी वी कैन डिवाइड द होल हिस्ट्री इनटू डिफरेंट फेजेस एंशियंट पीरियड लिटरेचर ऑफ यूरोपियन एंड वैदिक एरा गिव अस सम इंफॉर्मेशन ऑन द प्लांट डिजीजेस एंड देयर कंट्रोल मेजर्स अर्लियर पीपल वर अवेयर ऑफ अबाउट plant diseases but they were not able to explain the scientific basis of plant diseases they believe that plant diseases were manifestation of the wrath of god and therefore that avoidance or control of the disease depends on people doing things that would please the same superpower in the 4th century the romans affected in the 4th century bc the romans suffered from hunger due to frequent destruction of cereal crops they created a separate god whom they named rubigus to please rubigus the romans offered prayers and sacrifices their dogs romans established a special day of rubigus the rubigalia during which they sacrificed their red dogs foxes and cows to please and pacify rubigus the first person to study and write about plant diseases is the greek philosopher theophrastus he made observations on plant diseases in his book inquiry into plants his experience was mostly based on imagination and observation but not on experimentation theophrastus 370 bc to 286 bc was the first botanist to study and write about diseases of trees cereals and legumes he divided the plant diseases into external and internal external diseases are caused by external factors like temperature moisture etc internal diseases are caused by internal condition of plant he stated that different plants are affected by different types of diseases some plants are prone to infection than others example cereals are most affected by rust then pulses he was first to recognize the influence of environment and topography of the land on plant diseases he is known euphrastus wrote two important books historia plantarum that is inquiry into plants and de causis plantarum he is regarded as father of botany in india the information of plant diseases is available in in india the information of plant diseases is available in ancient literature such as rigveda atharveda arthashastra of kautil sushrut sahita vishnu puran agni puran vishnu avatar etc in rigveda the not only the classification of plant diseases but has been given but the germ theory of disease was also advocated riksh ayurveda by surpal in ancient india is the first book in which lot of information on plant diseases is available 
In this book, plant diseases were categorized into two groups, internal, probably physiological diseases, and external, probably infectious diseases. External diseases were supposed to be due to attack of microorganisms and insects. In this book, a mention of treatments for different diseases caused by different agencies was prescribed, which were based on superstition as well as scientific observation, hygiene, tree surgery, protective covering with pest and special culture of plants are practices which are still recommended. In chemical treatments, use of honey, ghee, milk, barley, flour, pest made from herbs, plant extracts, etc. were recommended. For the control of root diseases, oil kicks of mahua, mustard, sesame, castor, etc. were used. Symptoms of plant diseases such as rust, downy mildew, powder mildew, and blights are often mentioned in the Bible, Shakespeare's poem, and drama of other Christian literature. In Jatka of Buddhism, Raghuvansh of Kalidas, there was also mention about different symptoms of plant diseases. From the time of Christ until his innocence, little new was added and written about plant diseases. The Middle Ages that brought European civilization to a near standstill also affected the study of botany and plant pathology adversely. Until the Middle Ages and well into the Renaissance, most people could neither read nor write. The few books were available which were copied by hand and communications were slow and expensive. New knowledge about plant diseases or anything else traveled slowly and to relatively few people. About in 1450, John Gutenberg invented the printing press. With this remarkable machine, multiple copies of books could be made and distributed widely. Education of mass had begun. Now the second phase comes in, which began from 1600 to 1800. Two centuries of in Gutenberg in about 1683 and Don von a Dutch grinder, built a crude microscope that enabled him to produce and see magnified images to, too small to be visible to naked eye. Leeuwenhoek examined many things, raindrops, saliva, and rotting substances. What he saw delighted and surprised him. He discovered protozoa, bacteria, and other microorganisms. Leeuwenhoek's microscope opened up a new world to observation. With these new observations, the idea that diseases were the result of supernatural causes was severely shaken. The belief that became widely accepted was the microorganisms associated with disease arose spontaneously from affected tissue. This was known as the doctrine of spontaneous generation. It may seem strange to us today to think that microorganisms are the results, not the cause of disease. But from the late 1600 until mid 1800, the idea of spontaneous generation 
was accepted as well. With the development of microscope, a whole new world was opened by naturalists and amateur scientists. Many excellent descriptions of microorganisms associated with the plant diseases were published. In 1728, Daniel D. Monesieu in France described the septal diseases of caucus. He conclusively showed that the disease was caused by the fungus rhizotonia and the fungus was contagious. It could spread among plants and cause epidemics. He also proposed sound management measures for the disease. Unfortunately, his work received almost no attention from other scientists. Dermil was ahead of his time. In 1743, G.T. Needham first described plant parasitic nematodes in wheat calls, but a hundred years passed before M.J. Berkeley in England observed the root node nematode. P.A. Michele, an Italian scientist, in 1729 used microscope to study many fungi. He showed that seeds of fungi grew and produced more seeds. In 1755, Matthew Tillich in France proved experimentally that wheat fund is contagious and could be prevented by seed treatments. Slowly but surely, careful observers were showing that plant diseases did not arise spontaneously but were caused by living things, the germs. In 1807, Isaac Benedict Prevost from Switzerland proved conclusively that burnt a disease of wheat is caused by a fungus and could be controlled by dipping seed in copper sulfate. Rivers pointed out the importance of environment in the development of disease. His great contribution was rejected by authorities, but his seed treatment became widely used despite lack of approval by so-called learned men. Students will discuss the next phase of this interesting history of plant pathology in next lecture.